Welcome back to Owen and Baru's Barbecue. We're all here and we're going to serve up a solo haunch of skewered tauntaun, just like you like it. The hair's a little fuzzed out and burnt and charred and, you know, cut open. It's with all, all those sinewy. Sinewy, that's Chris. I'm, I'm Matt. I'm joined by Chris and Nick. We are here to talk about the solo trailer tonight. Solo. And your name? Bond. James Jonah? Bond. I think you forgot. There you go. Yeah. So, guys, uh, it's been a while. Uh, we, we definitely could talk about uh, The Last Jedi and all of the reasons that Nick still hates it and all of the reasons I still love it. Sure. But <laughs> we're going to side topic that for another uh, uh, discussion and uh, really kind of jump into this uh, solo trailer that uh, was released during the Super Bowl and post-Super Bowl. Chris? So, so before we get into the trailer... I want oh. a snap. I, I want to get a snap judgment from all you guys, and I'll start. And uh, we we can go through the trailer, talk about it, and kind of pick it apart as we as we go through. But there's been a lot of um, response in social media to the solo trailer. Uh, I've seen headlines from "I'm a huge Star Wars fan" and "I'm so disappointed" to "Huh, that was pretty cool" to whatever. But uh, there's a lot of criticism for this trailer. Um, and not a lot of praise that I've been reading. Um, word of mouth, however, is a little bit different. And I will be the first on record and say, damn, this looks like a fun movie. What do you guys think? I'm going to go to Nick because I, I, I like the counterpoint here. <laughs> well, you never know about trailers. That's the thing is that trailers are meant to pique your interest. And I say it actually is a good trailer. Uh, I thought what wide shots they included in it were actually really cool looking. I was like, that looks yep. nice visually. Um, actually, most of the reviews I've read of the trailer are trailer looks good on solo looks stupid. You know, like, no. <laughs> just the actor, you know, like people, that's the, actually the backlash is against him of just like, he doesn't look oh. like Harrison Ford, but I mean, who in history of acting has ever looked like Harrison Ford? He is a totally unique guy. Yeah. And, um, um and, well, and Go then ahead. just one, and then I think a lot of the backlash, though, is from the Last Jedi hate. Mm. And I know I sent an article to you guys from a few weeks back, you know, where, where it said like Disney is fully expecting this to bomb. Uh, and I think that's because I, me and I think Matt, Matt both had a discussion of I thought it was wise if they decided to push on Solo back to December. That way, it would be a full year and people would be like, okay, I'm ready for another Star Wars. Whereas in this one feels like it's just coming off the heels of The Last Jedi, which is really divisive to people. Sure. Matt? Uh, I liked it. Uh, my interest was peaked and I was like, yes, more Star Wars. And unlike some, and I've, and I've seen a lot of also, you know, people upset, uh, you know, even about the news, the recent news about the, the Game of Thrones uh, writers being being held, you know, given the helm of some Star Wars films. Um, I'm just excited about more Star Wars. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is all I've wanted as since I was like a kid was just yeah. more Star Wars movies. Good or bad, I'll take them. Fine, Disney. Roll out the magic carpet. I will, you know, pay my, my ticket. Uh, here's my money. Just give me more Star Wars. Um, I would oh. like it to be good. Um, and my interest was definitely peaked. It helps that I'm also reading the solo, the original solo trilogy by by Brian Daly. Um, I had finished Star at Star's End, 
actually. Canon? So, Not canon? Well, it's Legends now. Okay. So, uh, and this dates back to 1979. So this is even pre-Empire. Sure. Uh, and so I was already kind of in a solo frame of mind. I was wanting to read this before the movie. And uh, yeah, I'm, I was excited. Like, we didn't get a desert planet. It was kind of a desolate looking one there for a second, but for the most part, it looked like he's on an ice world or yeah, mountains mountains and snow. Yeah. That's what I saw too. Yeah. Well, it was a short trailer. So why don't we, uh, well, let's get into it piece by piece. I did not write it down this time. (laughs) Well, um, let's start with at least the beginning because it starts off and, and we're talking about the, the, the one that was released post Super Bowl. We got that little sure. Super Bowl teaser, but the, the main one that was released on Monday, it starts off with him saying that he's been running ske- scams since he was 10. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to point out that this is, this is actually similar to the AC Crispin's trilogy, which came out in the late nineties. Um, I, I actually enjoyed that trilogy quite a bit. Um, and in that storyline, he is young. He's he's kind of young when he's picked up, and he's used as for his size, really, to sneak into places. And uh, I think, if I remember correctly, he's also a racer too. Um, cool. So they they're they're definitely pulling some aspects. I think that they'll probably diverge and go their own way. Uh, but it's nice that I guess that there is a little bit of a resemblance to the original, mm-hmm. or as I guess what. Old older fans like us <laughs> might consider the old canon. Um, so yeah, running scams since he was ten. I think this first shot of him driving. I think that was the one that I found most jarring because I was like, "Why does he have blonde hair? Like his I hair looks." I didn't even like, notice that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it looks more like Nick's hair than mine. It's actually Anakin. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, he's driving along uh, in the seat there. It looks like uh, it's Amelia Clark's character who is named Kira. Um, and some fans have speculated that, you know, Ray was an initially supposed to be called Kira, mm-hmm. A-I-R-A. Uh, this is Q-I, apostrophe, because we just have to throw those in, R-A. Um, but it, it, he's riding along with her in um, what looks to be like a souped up space version of a mustang i don't know yeah yeah so first off you know i mean i i did a fairly good job of of not reading any of the um any of the of like the articles written or the casting or i i did my best to kind of keep clear of any of the news from this movie um and it was a pleasant surprise i go i'm sitting there watching i go hey that's khaleesi no way (laughs) i i had no idea which i thought was you know it it was that a pleasant surprise. I love Amelia Clark. I think she's a. I think she's phenomenal. Um, I even liked her in Terminator. I didn't, um, I, I didn't understand the Terminator hate. I thought it was a good, good movie. Eh, I, didn't, I didn't think it was a great movie, but I liked I her. She's, I, thought she, I thought she's a great Sarah Connor. But I thought it was entertaining. It definitely had some flaws for sure. For but, sure, yeah. Uh, but it's better than Terminator Three. Yes, uh, yeah. So. But uh, it, this is, you know, I, I hate to bring it up, but it is kind of reminiscent to going back to the origins of Anakin Skywalker, right? And I'm not trying to draw parallels mm-hmm. other than the fact of the physical parallels of going back to his younger youth and um, seeing, you know, as a racer it's, and such. It actually made me even think about going back to um, Star Trek when uh, mm. Chris Pine, his oh, right. Kirk was first kind of like brought into play. 
and how he's you know driving his Mustang. Listen to the Beastie Boys. Um, I, I thought it was pretty cool, man. I, I did. I, I thought it was it was rad. Um, I'm not sure if this is the same scene where it kind of blends into the next part, which is when you see the Star Destroyer coming oh. through like that that haze. Yeah, dude. That, that was like that. That was the moment of the trailer for me. I'm like, that's awesome. Like that visual alone. Apparently, mm-hmm. there's you know there's condensation in space, but whatever. Um, well, we don't know if there's in space. It could be in low orbit, right? That's what I thought it, it was. Was low orbit, yeah. But go, go I, I'm, ahead, just, I'm just waiting to see a, a Tesla Roadster kind of float right in front of it at some <laughs> point. But yeah, I, I kind of thought it was like uh, that scene in uh, the Force Unleashed, the video game where the Star Wars coming down and then. The cool. Just like stops All right. It, you know, that's where I thought it was like. Yeah, that's cool. That'd be awesome if it was. Uh, uh, go, I, ahead, go ahead. I, I know there's been some backlash just because it's like, how do you make a young Han Solo movie? He was 32 in A New Hope, but like, and then like the other things that I've seen from this trailer is like, why is he joining? the empire like why is he joining the rep you know the empire academy or whatever that doesn't make sense but then i think also it kind of establishes at least i would like to think that maybe he's 17 or 16 or 18 mm-hmm. and so that was more believable of like oh it's been 15 years since you know before a new hope and because i mean i don't really care if he you know what, what a young but, console does but he does say in the pilot and and just a I mean, not that we're breaking down the pilot beat by beat, but he does say that, you know, he wants to become a pilot. Sure. And, um, best in the galaxy. Best, best in the galaxy. Yeah, he's got high hopes. Uh, and that initial Super Bowl teaser spot, it, um, it, it shows him with an Imperial agent. We get to only see like, the back of him. Like an interview. Yeah. Which I felt went to part of Solo's original canon which i again i'm confused by why fans would be like what he can't join the military because that's essentially how he rescued chewy yeah and it, it, exactly it's the same thing as with uh because luke was going to join the empire so it was uh and that's what uh uh what's his name why am i forgetting his name uh his friend that he saw and it dies oh biggs biggs you yeah. know biggs joined the empire as well that's when he's talking about he wants to get off of tattooing that's what they go do is they go join the empire because the rebellion is just a—it's uh, nothing, and people forget that who are just casual movie watchers that mm-hmm. the rebellion was just such a small little nothing of a group, ragtag group, yeah, yeah, until uh, they blew up the first Death Star, and then that's when it blew up. I mean, it got larger. Yeah. So if you kind of go by the direction of, of the editing of that, I mean, which we can't, you can hardly ever do, but the, the dialogue that kind of flowed with that was it went from I've been running schemes since I was ten cutting into his interview with um, which appeared to be some type of like uh, training director for, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm making sure. S up now, no, but let's sure. say some yeah. training director, recruiter, whatever for the empire. Um, maybe that is his first scheme. Maybe this is actually showing you him releasing Chewbacca. You know, who may, maybe, maybe he's going on a mission. Maybe this is one of his schemes, right? So maybe he's going undercover as a good call, whatever. So yeah. um, and if, if that's the tone of the movie, Dude, I'm down. Like, take my money. Like, th- that's awesome. I like, want more of Han Solo. You could, I mean, and, and just flip flip the uh, the scenes in the trailer. Like, we see Woody Harrelson showing, "Kid, I got a mission for you." Yep. The right. mission could totally be that to like go infiltrate the Empire real quick to go do something. And right. So, the, I I did I did read or you know kind of 
the scuttlebutt about there being a heist involved in this in this movie, which you know wouldn't surprise me, um, even though Rogue One was also a kind of a heist movie too. <laughs> um, Space <laughs> Westerns. Yeah. Hey, you know what? These anthology movies might might actually pull in more fans and and actually do a little bit more fan service than what the saga films. I mean, uh, I, I still think Rogue One's the best one that's been made, but that's me. I mean, I know some people don't like Rogue One, but uh, loved it. But I loved it. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, so uh, one character that we have not talked about, and and I have I had seen a lot of. I mean, I guess some of the articles that I had read were. This was this should have been Lando's movie, and that that a lot of f- people were kind of more responding to Lando in the trailer. Um, and it's almost easier to kind of look at Donald Glover and appreciate his Lando because Harrison Ford and Han Solo are so synonymous; they're so big, mm-hmm. and it's hard to break that iceberg in your mind. I think- Here's why it's not Lando's movie. Nobody, <laughs> no, nobody would care. And I say that I'm, I'm I'm being very honest. Like, yes, your diehard demographic of Star Wars fans, us, and mm-hmm. probably people from other ages as well, people who are video game geeks who play the characters of Lando and you know, whatever type of like games they're playing, love Lando. The general population, aka the people that Disney wants money from, right? Don't don't care. Right, they have to pick a movie about a person that's prominent that people are. It's going to draw like people. Everybody knows who Han Solo is, mm-hmm. right? I would say sixty percent of the people know who Lando Calrissian is. And I'm, if I'm if I am a movie company, if I'm Disney, I'm going with the ninety percent of people who know who Han Solo is. Right, I'm going to go that direction. I'm not going to go make a movie about Lando, which is why. It could be a gamble unless they really go all in. Uh, separate topic from uh, <laughs> from Solo. Sorry, with like with the which we'll talk about probably either on this episode later on or a future episode talking about the Game of Thrones directors that are come on board for a series. Like I'm hoping the the, <laughs> in, the the inner nerd, the inner Star Wars geek here is hoping that's an old Republic series. Oh, because you, I think that would you would that you would and be, me both. That that was dude, like, that was what I I thought of. Like I would be beside myself if that was the case but even that's a gamble because nobody knows what that is unless you've either read the books or played literally played knights of the old republic on xbox 20 years ago or when the hell it came out um or if you're yeah like one of my favorite games ever made right and that because it had such a rich enriching story i've never read the books i've only heard they're amazing um but that's a that's a small population of people that know it yeah right uh, so when, you, when it comes to making money, is that the right call? Who knows? So that's why I feel like this is not a Lando movie. It was because Solo I, is just so much more of an attachable character to people. It is, but they could be pulling a switch because it's kind of like Vader. Like You don't want to have a lot of Vader in a movie because what makes Vader appealing is his mystery and his sheer evilness. And like the first Vader book that I read, which is The Rise of Darth Vader, he's hardly in it. It's really about... Hmm. Uh, Jedi escaping him and trying to get away from the Empire hunting them down and then Vader just comes in on scenes to just kill people and that's what you could totally do this could be called the rise of Han Solo but it wouldn't make sense but you just how like Han Solo became who he was and you could see it be Lando really being the main character or the main 
uh, instigator of the scenes, but Han's the one who is stealing the scenes. Which makes sense because if you look at, I mean, Glover, right? Yeah. Well, you, uh, a far more established actor in the eyes of, I would assume, most people. Right. And you even see it in the trailer. You always see the back of his head, but in mm-hmm. the scene where they're throwing the gears forward. Yeah. It, it is Lando that's in the uh, the pilot seat, not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Lando. It's, it's not, Lando and his robot, his co-pilot, which, right. uh, yeah, I love that scene. I, I, I'm like, who is this? You know, like, you know robots are a dime a dozen right but the fact that this is lando and he's hanging out with this robot that's doing his exact motions i just was like i don't know what that's about but i want to know more and i think that's cool as hell well you know and and then you see also you see them doing that little weird little hand yeah that's what i'm talking about at first i was like what the heck is that supposed to be but then i remember like well honda actually does that too and oh and one of the original he does do that like he sees some uh, i think he actually sees lando and he kind of just does that to him and in the original trilogy so it's Interesting. probably a throwback. Yeah. It's so it's, let me know. ask you guys, the, the folks that are the you guys have read, and when I say far more, and I, I mean one page is far more uh, <laughs> of of back, you know, reading of Star Wars lore. Uh, I have not jumped into any books at all. From your knowledge of Star Wars canon and histor- mythology and all that type of stuff. Do we have an opportunity to fold in any characters that we might not be thinking about into the story? Does the Lando Han Solo storyline fall parallel with anybody else that might be recognizable to the common man of Star Wars? Oh, okay, to the common man, huh? Um, yeah, that's a good that's a good question because I I know that there's some deeper cuts that I think that that they might throw in for for fans um, or rumors, but. I mean, the, the thing, the things I think we're going to see, we'll definitely see the Kessel run uh, where he does the 12 parsecs, you know, that. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how, you know, how he comes involved with Chewie. That's for sure. We'll see why Lando and Empire goes, you got a lot of guts coming after what you pulled. We'll, we'll get the answer to that question. Um, there's one really quick thing that makes me kind of go, I don't know if I want to see that or not. There is an alien in the trailer that looks exactly like uh, Maz. Yeah, Maz Kanata. That, that, yeah, I was yep. I was kind of getting at that. And that's what I, yeah, that's that's what I don't want to see. Okay, I just don't think there's a good. there's a great article I, I had uh, glanced across uh, earlier uh, this week, Nick. Um, I'm sure you can Google it, or uh, those of you that are listening to this, but it's it's basically how how Maz uh, is the worst new character in star Wars and how she doesn't provide anything to the movies that she's been in. Yeah. But uh, neither does Finn. So <laughs> I mean, yeah, well read the truth. article, read the article. It breaks it down a little bit, a little bit more beat for beat, but um, you know, lover or hater. I, I think that, and by the way, the younger Maz that we, I think we saw in that trailer. I don't know if that is her, but it, I don't, I don't think it's her, but I, I think it's just, it's probably some, Species. Like her brother or some other person, and then like we get introduced later. Or sure, yeah, it looks looks like a a real because if she's old, if she's a thousand years old, I mean that that creature looks like it was ten. <laughs> like I, yeah. it, the skin on it just looked, did not have that same wrinkly look. So, um, Jabba. Oh yeah, yeah, Jabba. Well, <laughs> that's right, that's right, Jabba the Hutt, dude, dude. We're gonna get Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> I like Nick's face. If if people could just see what I see, I see I see Chris lighting up like yes, and I see Nick just cringing up and turning into a little ball. 
<laughs> well, the, the, here's the thing. The, the other name that I was I was kind of alluding to is Mosk. Another other person I thought of in, in that could be involved in this history uh, would be the one and only Boba Fett. Ah, uh, yes. Do we feel that Boba Boba Fett could make a an appearance? The thing is about with it comes to if they're doing a, a young Han Solo, which is what they're doing. I don't think you should involve Jabba or Boba Fett because I think that comes later on. Uh, too, too late. It's. Uh, <laughs> I said too late. Too late. Yeah. I, I, See, I, just, I, I actually. I, I, I. Here's why I disagree with you, Nick, and it's it's because of the fact that I know for a fact there is going to be a Boba Fett movie, yeah. right? What wait, better wait, wait, way? Wait, wait. Where have you heard this? Because I've heard rumors. I've heard rumors. Nah, dude. I thought that was on the slate. I am thought I, it was honestly too, but I have not seen heads or tails of this Boba Fett movie. I've heard more about the Kenobi and that, that we're most likely to get Kenobi next as an anthology movie. Um, I mean, fans were going ape over the fact that Ewan McGregor had the Kenobi beard during the Golden Globes. I mean, it, it, it might as well confirmed it to like half a billion fans out there. They were just like, yes, Kenobi! <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna share a screen share with you guys right now. Can you see my 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 screen? Um, so for those listening at home that can't see my screen, um, this is an article on Slash Film um, talking about will Boba Fett appear in Solo, a Star Wars story. Now this is some serious speculation, right? Um, there is nothing to be pulled from this the picture that I'm about to show the guys live, um, but. I'll let you draw your own conclusions if you want to do a, a, a quick search for it. Um, it's uh, slash film.com slash boba hyphen fit hyphen in blah, blah, blah. The Han Solo movie hyphens in between all the words. Um, and it shows a image of Ron Howard saying, had to say goodbye to my friend Paul Bettany today. Another terrific performance from a world-class talent. So Bo, uh, Paul Bettany is going to be in this movie. Um, now here's the interesting thing. So I'm going to scroll down in a second, but first of all, Ron Howard looks like he's about to die. Um, <laughs> but if you look in the left-hand side of the screen in the background, yeah, there is an outline that if we scroll down here, oh, shows you something snap. pretty interesting, right? Really? Now this is this is some conspiracy theory stuff like there's no way to say that's exactly what that is but damn that does look like the silhouette of a boba fett helmet a mandalorian helmet if you will would you agree it does it does so i'm hoping that we're gonna see some boba fett in this movie because you know you go back to uh was it um was it New Hope or is it Empire? I can't remember. It's Empire, right? When, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah Empire. When when you, he mentions that Boba Fett is there, and the reaction that you get from oh, um, oh Jedi, the Jedi, Jedi rather. So you, the rea- the re- the reaction that you get from Han Solo is that man, that dude's got some serious history with Boba Fett mm-hmm. um, that you hadn't heard in, in the first three movies. So if you do the math, he was thirty two in A New Hope. He was probably what thirty six by the end of Return of the Jedi. During his younger time, he had some type of encounter with Boba Fett. And hey, what better way to introduce a Boba Fett movie than uh, having him have a cameo in Solo? Uh, no, I, I, that's great, Chris. I'm glad that you broke that down and that you ha- actually had that um, article pulled up. Um, I, I know that Paul, is it, how do you pronounce his last name? Bet- Bentony? Bettany. Bettany. Uh, 
I had read another article basically talking about how he's a villain. It's unnamed yet what villain he might be. Um, and even if you go into IMDb right now, it just lists him, but not his character name. So a lot of speculation as to who, who he might play, but that he would be another, from what I read, take it or leave it, um, is that he's, he's another crime syndicate boss yeah. that they're going to introduce. Yeah, I can't see him being Boba Fett because he's too tall. And then... Well, he's too high on the, the, the IMDb rating, too. I mean, he's way up there. And if they're going to pull in Boba Fett, I would think that it would be a little bit... Well, you'd think they would get the kid that uh, played him in the prequels to do it. But maybe not. I know he always wants to whenever they're like, yeah, like I, I want to keep playing Boba Fett because he still looks like... Uh, I mean, he's the right skin tone and everything as his you know, dad was. They played the Django Fett and everything else. So why not? Well, um, Boba Fett doesn't really talk a lot either, so right. I don't see why you would get a good actor to play Boba Fett. Well, you're not going to have a Boba Fett movie with a character who's not going to talk, so that, that that might have to change. Um, but but Bettany did say um, he rep- he said that his uh, his character is going to be an intergalactic gangster. Okay. Um, so. Take that how how you will. I mean, if you look at the if you look at that image I showed you earlier, um, it definitely looked like he was almost wearing what um, Han Solo wears. You know that you know that flowery white you know almost uh, you know Jerry Seinfeld pirate shirt, right? <laughs> in um, those you know those black pants, or whatever. Um, but uh, who knows, man? I mean, here's hoping. I, I I see I see things like that. I get all giddy. I mean, that that could be a complete long shot. That could be. People just okay. trying to make make truth out of thin air, but um, I would love right. to see some Boba Fett. My my brother is a huge Boba Fett fan, and and he has been disappointed every time a Star Wars movie comes out. And he's like, "Was there a Mandalore in it?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, sorry, man." He's like, "Yeah," like he's just <laughs> like every time it's a crush. <laughs> and I'm like, "Dude, you know the last time Boba Fett was in a Star Wars movie?" And guess? Boba Fett was in uh, Attack of the Clones. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> it's been a while. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's interesting because he's such a... And he got, and he, and he got smoked. Well, no, technically his dad, Django, Django yeah. Fett, got smoked. But he was such a beloved character. And, and really, you know, it's like, has, has Boba Fett worn out? Like, I mean, is his character run its course? Like, are we going to get... Some more decent Boba Fett, or is this just, you know, is he going to go the way of Captain Plasma? Go, go the age route, right? So if you think about it, you look at um, in Attack of the Clones, uh, Boba Fett was probably like what eight or nine, mm-hmm. right? Sure. And, and I, I do, let's do the math here. I mean, you guys are going to help have to help me out here. So okay. how much time transpired between Attack of the Clones and, and A New Hope? Well, you think it's probably it's probably. Three anywhere from tw- it's anywhere from twelve to fifteen years before New Hope, so that means it would probably be fifteen years. So he Boba Fett would be roughly twenty six, roughly the same age as a potential Han well, Solo for this movie. From Attack of the Clone or from um, Revenge of the Sith to oh, a I'm New sorry. Hope. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm thinking Revenge of the Sith. Um, yeah, I mean that's five years. So he's that's like nineteen years essentially, because because Luke and Leia are supposed to be eighteen or nineteen. So in a new hope. So you got another math? 
get him a, a so, yeah, so I, it's still about the same thing well if he's supposed to be 10 plus five i'm crap at math yeah uh <laughs> roughly <laughs> maybe 30 then but we'll probably be 30 i think yeah all right so let, let, let's let's put a little gentlemanly wager on this <laughs> okay um i i will be willing to make a wager that we will see in this movie slave one. Oh, you're going so far as to say slave ones in this movie too. I'm going to say that slave one will make an appearance in this film. I'm going to say no. Okay. I don't think we see slave one, but I like that you showed me that Boba Fett thing. And, and I can do the same wager that you made, uh, about beer and, and alcohol with, uh, yeah, um, let's not uh, really. Okay, I it, won't bring it up. It's Sorry. an open wound. It's That's an open okay. wound. Go oh, Pats. Um, so <laughs> yeah, you still got McDaniel's, oh, right? Yeah, dude, so good. That that that, that whole that whole tr- thing that transpired, I, I I find it so funny. The the, the Colts are so mad. <laughs> They're so yeah. mad. Yeah, thanks. Um, thanks anyway, a lot. back <clears throat> back to sports ball. Back to nerds. Um, <laughs> all right, gentlemen's bet. So I will bet you. A let's do something different though. So, oh, okay. So, I mean, we can do booze. <laughs> Screw it. Let's do booze. All right. So, what is your regional beverage of choice from where you live? Ooh. Hmm. Like your your area's finest. What is it? Oh man. Well, you're putting me on the spot. Um, Nick, what's your area's finest? You live out there in LA. You got lots of stuff, right? Yeah, I don't know the names of them. <laughs> There's so many microbrews. They just go, "Hey, do you guys have an amber or a red?" And they'll go, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Give me that." All right, I will. I will put on the, the on the table here a beer that you cannot get unless you travel to Portland, Maine. Um, okay, I do regularly, um, and that is Bissell Brothers. So I'm going to put a four pack of Bissell Brothers, whatever they might be canning that week. Uh, beer. Feel free to do a little research. Free plug to our friends at Bissell Brothers, my favorite brewery in New England. Um, that's where I'm putting on the table. I'll put Sun King Brewery. That's a local brewery here in um, Indianapolis. So um, I'll put one of their finest. Um, I know that they're uh, they've got several so um, different Great. beers to choose from. So all right, you know, it's on. All right, and and Nick, you'll just figure it out. Yeah. Well, you um, haven't even said if it's Slave One's going to be in there or not. Yeah, it is if it is if it ain't. <laughs> it's such a Nick response. <laughs> I'm going to be mad either way. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be the gray Jedi in this. You got <laughs> to choose a side, light side or dark side. All right, so, well, what, do you, what do you guys think about the Millennium Falcon, though, having the nose piece? Okay, here's where. Solid instead of okay. the split. Here's where I'm probably a little bit more like, really? Because because the way I understand the Falcon and and it being a freighter uh, is that that open n- nose part that's that's now closed uh, in the trailer that open part was actually supposed to line up with another basically cargo thing and it's supposed to push it and that's how the original Falcon was designed was that as a freighter it actually pushes it uh, as opposed to pulls it and that the the cargo it kind of locked into that little nose part of the Falcon. And then it, yeah, you can look up drawings or images of it, but that's, that's originally how it was kind of designed or thought to be a freighter. So that was the one part that I was like, Oh, okay. I guess that's not a thing anymore. 
Um, I, mean, I do like that it, you know, it, 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 it's weird though because it looks all shiny and brand new, you know, and but you see it in episode three. <coughs> At least that's what they say it was. It could have just been another Carillion. Sure. Crater. Another YT1300. Uh, zero, zero. I'm going to make a crazy crackpot predict- prediction. Okay. That's not the Millennium Falcon. Oh, very good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, because you go back to you go back to um, when Han and Lando first meet up in the original Holy Trilogy, and <laughs> what what was the line that Lando says? You owe me a beer. That's the you owe me, no. I think you owe, you owe me a ship. Does he say you? That's my ship or whatever. What if this was Lando's ship that? Um, solo somehow loses right and what and what if the one that we know is not the one that's in this movie Hmm. maybe not but that is that that is how han gets it though he wins it in a poker game with lando right Right. yeah sorry (laughs) but one of the cool things i was i was i was was doing some uh some reading about um about the the ship as well that was that was part of the criticism but Apparently, uh, the ship that we do see in the trailer is uh, straight from a Ralph McQuarrie concept art. Oh, um, okay. one of the, it was actually one of the first concept arts of the Millennium Falcon. Um, you know, that was what they used. You know what? Now that you mention it, and it's ironic because I'm the one that's complaining about it. I use this card that I have. It's a Ralph McQuarrie concept thing of the Falcon, and I use it as a bookmark. Uh, and is, is it is it the same ship? I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. I'll I'll I'll. Here's what I'll do. If uh, if anybody wants to see it, I'm going to post it on the Instagram later. Um, so you can check out our Instagram feed, Owen and Brews. You can follow us there. You can also follow us on Twitter. We don't post all the time, but when we do, you know it's good. So. Yeah, because one one of the, one of the questions I had there's there's a, there's a clip in the trailer, and I think when you see it, you immediately write it off as oh, that's just they're on a empire ship and it's the um their walk it's kind of like a a walkthrough of a corridor right yeah a bending corridor and it looks like every any and every other empire ship we've seen in did it really yeah. it, it looked it looked too clean right it looks just too that's clean and polished to me brand new that's what i was saying is it looks yeah. like a brand new interior of the falcon or crazy crock path theory that scene is when we are introduced to the Millennium Falcon as we know it, after the one that we saw is gone. <laughs> I like how you're doubling down on your crack pie. Dude, it's like, you, I'm doubling down. I'm all like, in. You like split the the car. I'm gonna run out. Run out of beer. <laughs> all right. Uh, a couple other notes that I had, I guess. Um, so in the comics, um, which I know some of you don't follow, but uh, in the Star Wars comics, they introduced Han Solo had a wife, apparently. And her name is Sana, and so a lot of fans have come to believe that. Um, and dude, I, really, Sana what? Solo? That sucks. <laughs> I, I need to write the comic. It's terrible. Uh, she comes. It's like she, it's like her. It's, it's like her name is Dolo Solo Dolo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they couldn't throw in a couple more. You know, don't, don't they have creative teams on these things? They could do a better job. It's Marvel. I, w- I will say that the biggest criticism I have about the Star Wars comics right now is that 
I hate the fact that they use photo footage of the actors. So when you read the Star Wars comics, it's like they lifted a photo of Harrison Ford and then drew the artwork around it. And I just, that's like, well, just dude, that's, that, that's, that's what Marvel did with Iron Man and Josh Holloway from Lost. Oh. So if you look, if you read um, the Iron Man compendium from like, I don't know, 50, 10 years ago, um, every single frame is actually a frame from either a Cool Water commercial or a uh, episode of Lost where it's huh. Josh Holloway. It's absolutely Josh Holloway as Tony Stark. Huh. Wow. Funny. Uh, it gets annoying to me. Yeah. It's like, hard. it's it's cool maybe for a couple issues. Um, but change it up. I don't know. Something new. Anyway, uh, so some people have speculated that, um, and I'm, I'm going to murder her name because I, I wrote it down in, in, in chicken scratch here on my notes. Sandy Newton. Um, oh, yeah. She is in the movie. Uh, she plays a character named Val. So some people have speculated that somehow she is or will become uh, whoever this Santa is. So uh, I don't know. She's, she's like 48 years old. Hey, TBD, man. I don't know to be determined. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's not really my best joke. <laughs> All right. Uh, I love Lando in the furs, by the way. We got um, we got Lando in the, the teaser trailer, the Super Bowl teaser, and he's wearing the these, you know, heavy thick fur coat. So I love that scene. Always and, style. Yeah. Um, oh I see I see what uh, Chris is doing. He's pulling yeah. up some images now. I mean, I remember even some interview not too long ago with uh, Billy D. Williams, and that's what he was saying. Like, you know, what made you really go like, yeah, I want to be this character? He's like, because I saw, you know, like, hey guys, I saw the character had a cape. I was like, that's a cool dude. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's a cool dude. <laughs> that seems crazy rationale to get inside a character's head. Uh, speaking of getting inside a character's head, uh, this was just reported, I think, as of today, uh, or maybe it came out on the uh, Entertainment Weekly. Um, uh, the recent copy of Entertainment Weekly, Harrison Ford helped Alden, uh, and I don't know how to pronounce that guy's last name. Helped the new Harrison. Yes, he helped him out. Uh, apparently, there was some some uh, conversations that took place, and he helped him kind of get in the frame of mind in which uh, Han Solo, where he comes from, I guess. So I, I at least thought that this was really cool that Harrison Ford being done with the Force Awakens, being done with Star Wars in general, hating Han Solo actually lended his help. And apparently it's something that Richie Cunningham reached out and said, hey, good old buddy, you were in American Graffiti. Remember those good times? That's what I wondered too, is because, you know, yeah. before he took over, you know, that, that's all the rumors were, is they had to hire acting coaches and that the guy was a horrible actor. And then that after... Ron Howard took over. You kind of wonder that if he was like, you know, like we go back way back, Harrison. You know, can you do me a solid and help this kid out? Yeah. Well, apparently something like that happened. So, and the, the interesting. Yep. So uh, there's some articles about it. You can read a little bit more uh, in detail about maybe some of those things. But uh, he was pretty tight-lipped about it. Apparently, in the, uh, the Entertainment Weekly, kind of made some allusion to the fact that it was it was kind of just between him and Harrison. So, hmm. um, yeah, and again, I, I thought it added a little bit more of like, oh, okay, that's all right. You know, like, so. Well, there it is, man. There's Solo. I yeah. Mean, 
I'm pretty pumped. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Like, I, I think, as you said, Matt, yay, more Star Wars. <laughs> like, <laughs> bring it, man. Like, let's go. Like, I know there's a lot of the Star Wars purists are are kind of like getting to a little be a little bit of a hipster about Star Wars, saying you know it's not that's not my Star Wars. And who are all these kids getting involved in Star Wars? Screw it. If if my kids, if my if if my daughter has a fraction of the love for Star Wars that I have because of what I grew up with, then man good for her like like i i had such a, a great time with all these characters and granted we we created our own stories we created our own drama with the with the action figures to the toys to the having the vhs tapes to you know i still have lightsaber my battles like dude yeah like lightsaber battles when we had sticks dude we didn't have yeah. cool lightsabers we made them out of like branches of trees we probably shouldn't have taken down in our backyard and it was awesome it was it was crazy and and let, let you know let the imagination fly let let the, this whole star wars world just keep growing so at someday i can go down to disney world and uh saddle up at a at a at the cantina hopefully at one of the star wars resorts and, and your, your kid's gonna be like your kid's gonna be like anakin skywalker talking to obi-wan kenobi where are you going gonna go get a drink <laughs> uh I have uh, Nick. Do you have any other last thoughts about this solo trailer before we kind of close out this show? This kind of breakdown of of what our anticipation. Not about the trailer. I think because we kind of covered everything the trailer said, aside from like Woody Harrelson. But you know. Oh, okay. But uh, I don't have anything to say about that. Yeah, I don't either. I was just like, okay, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, oh, I liked the train, the visual of that train moving on that track, and a kind of a sideways formation it was in the super bowl teaser trailer but right. uh, yeah yeah see i actually didn't like that oh you didn't like the train no no i, I didn't because it's no thomas right yeah <laughs> no but it had it had a little too much of a prequel feel to it oh. if that makes any sense sure. like like we didn't see that type of mechanics right in in star wars we didn't see that those types of mechanics and even rogue one um, I just hope that wasn't done for visual sake. Like, I, but, I don't know, want this to be, you know, but, you cheesy. Know, like, I I remember Lucas though saying that that you know even though he wrote the the original trilogy, but he knew it was like the middle section of a grander story. He said that the original trilogy is supposed to be in a time where technology has fallen off. It's because it, the empire has like strangled everything out. And so that's why like the Falcon looks like crap. It's a hunk of junk. That's why you know, everything except for the empire stuff, which is flashy and new, everything else though has gone to crap. So it makes sense that it's only been, I don't know how many years since the Republic has fallen, that you still have some of that lingering. that still looks good. That's fair. That's totally I, fair. I also wonder too if this ice planet or the snowy planet that we're going to see uh, in in Solo, which by the way I, I like the contrast of. I wonder if this is Corellia, um, mm-hmm. because you know, Luke comes from a hot planet. Solo comes from a cold. You know. Well, yeah. So does Alderaan, and apparently, um, yeah, maybe he just. I don't know. I just, I, because that would be cool. Because like I know a lot of people want to see it because it's never been shown and it's still in existence at this point. Yeah, I I, I don't see them changing Solo being from Corellia. That would that just would not make any, any right. sense. It it would it would be the most craziest thing if they were like, oh, and he's from Xanax, you know? <laughs> Everybody's feeling cool and mellow here on Xanax Five. 
Um, all right. Uh, I just. Uh, oh, did you want to talk about anything else, Nick? You had... Well, are we, we going to get into briefly with the uh, Game of Thrones guys? Yes. Let's yeah, talk. We'll briefly talk about that. Nick, are you excited about this? I am not. Really. <laughs> It's like your peanut butter and, and really? chocolate got together, and you're no. like, no. I am not excited about this because I think they're decent producers and that mm-hmm. they get a good team around them to produce visually stimulating content. But as original thinkers and story writers, they are complete and utter crap. Uh, because if you look at what they've done with Game of Thrones, the stuff that they've based off of George R. R. Martin's work, it's actually good. But the last couple of seasons, when they are just trying to, what they think please fans, mm-hmm. it backfires on them every time. So okay. I'm not. What, if, what if they will go heavy to the to the legends canon and and pull from that? Well, the thing is, uh, they also have to like they're used to having open hands with HBO because HBO doesn't care. Disney, mm-hmm. though, however, will probably tie their hands in that. Like, oh, we don't want to show excessive violence. We don't want to show... Because they always want it to be that medium between kids can watch it and still appease older fans. We don't know. This could be an R-rated, like, Playboy exclusive. Okay, all right. I just can't... If I... I want... I want him to be... You want Darth Revan? Darth Revan. I want Darth Revan. No holds bar. I mean, slicing... Jedi in half. Just, I mean, I want it. I want to. I actually want a dark Star Wars movie, and it has not happened yet since Empire. So, I don't know. I, mean, I thought Last Jedi was pretty dark. I mean, there, there's only like 50 people left on the Falcon. Only 50. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Oh, that's what I was going to um, say about like Boba Fett and things like that. That were I forget what Chris said earlier, but you know, like I, I think a lot of the fanboy hate comes from people trying to force things on them uh, that they don't think is Star Wars or mm-hmm. what they conceive as Star Wars. Because like like you look at Phasma, who may or may not be dead, all she is is just another version of Boba Fett who is not as cool as Boba Fett. Uh, because there's nothing, there's no mystery to her. She's just a chrome-plated... But she person. works for the, the First Order. Boba Fett was a soul. He was his own thing. He was... he. Oh, go I was ahead. that's what makes Boba Fett cool, though, is he is his own thing. You don't mm-hmm. know until the prequels. You didn't know what motivated him. He had a cool jetpack and a gun, and he was still feared. He wasn't a Jedi. He wasn't a Sith. He's just bad on him. But he's a, he's a son of the Empire, man. Like, he's he's a product of the Empire. Yeah, but I'm saying but, but it makes him cool, though, whereas in Phasma, is just like, I don't really care about you. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. No question. It makes it totally cool. I, I'm, I'm just trying to talk. I'm going back to my theory. <laughs> I really am going back to my theory. Like, he's he's going to be in this movie. It's happening. Maybe. And he'll be all no, shiny. No problem, I think like, his armor will be nice and newish, probably. Yeah, not, not all crappy. I mean, it won't, it won't be Django Fett, like blue with the, you know, like it'll be still his green. and yeah. See a lot of five of first members coming out with the new Boba Fett armor in the near future. Right. I'm 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 still on board with being excited and optimistic. Uh, Jay Jay called it out the other day on the Patrons Choice podcast where he felt that um, Chris was going to be really optimistic, <laughs> Nick was going to be really negative, and I was going to be somewhere in the middle. <laughs> I said, you, "Well, I I haven't given my 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 two cents on it yet." Oh, okay. To be fair. Okay. 
Um, this, this was in gar- regards to the solo trailer, by the way. Not, not oh, okay, okay. I thought you were talking about the the directors. No, no, no. solo trailer. I'm, I'm all in. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> See, he was right. Oh, yeah. There's already been comments on the Jay and Jack uh, Facebook groups of like you know, reactions. Well, the only opinion is what Nick thinks. You know? <laughs> like, no, whether Nick likes it. Likes it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but because because they don't really care what you think, they just no. care if you like. It. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just growing out the my beard to hopefully get a role as a uh, Han um, Ben Kenobi. Oh Ben Kenobi, yeah, you could be a stunt go, double. Go, go with my Obi Wan beard. What do you think? It's looking pretty good. Just yeah. a, little, you can get a little bit longer. Are you are you, doing, little, are you doing that little image? Where you gonna, gonna get the little curly cues going up on the on the mustache? No, no, no. Oh, come on. No, no. <laughs> uh, no, I don't own any vinyl either. So no, oh, I, I do. I own vinyl. I do. That's great. That's new, great. New hip thing. Nothing wrong with it unless you have a curly Q beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> uh, just a shout out to the patrons that make this show possible. Uh, you know, every now and then, you know, we get a little cut of slice of the pie and we appreciate it. Uh, recently, I used some of those uh, patron funds um, that uh, we get from doing this podcast to buy the ultimate vinyl collection from Star Wars. That's uh, episodes one, two, three, four, five, and six, all on vinyl. I do have the original Star Wars on vinyl as well as Empire, but when I started looking at Jedi to purchase it, I was like, wow, that's really expensive just to get a vintage copy. So then I started looking around, and I was like, you know, this Ultimate Collection would be the way to go because then I could just get all of them, and then, then I'm done, right? So then I started shopping around and looking at different places to get it and uh, got, a, got a pretty good deal. Uh, that could fall in, in, in my budget there. So uh, I have been enjoy- enjoying this this vinyl obsession with Star Wars and having lots of lightsaber battles with my kids because they like to put on Star Wars music and run around. Well, I mean, the, the original trilogy, I mean, that music is just as... I mean, it makes the movie just as much as the movie does. I mean, there's often times where I'll put the, the, the Blu-ray in and don't even watch the movie because I know from the music cues mm-hmm. where it's at. I mean, I've seen it that many times. I think a lot of people do that, actually. Yeah, I, I highly enjoy the music. I, I could probably spend another podcast just breaking down some of the, the music stuff that I've, I've been heavily steeped in. Um, but I won't do that on this podcast. And hopefully, uh, Owen and Bruce will return... Um, Nick, I don't know if you'll be into the Rebels again, but uh, they are they are going to be finishing out their season. The, the entire show, the series, uh, st- starts back up February nineteenth with Jedi Knight, spelled N I G H T, uh, and Doom. And uh, the episodes will continue. There's only going to be three weeks of episodes, and it'll end on March fifth. Uh, and uh, Did you say the episode is called Doom. Uh, Doom. <laughs> yeah, Dune. Doom. Uh, it's it's this whole switch up. Yeah, I figured. I was like, wow. Yeah, Kanan. We didn't. We didn't. Hey. Hear, we didn't hear Chris's reaction though to Game of Thrones producers. Are you oh, not- I, I'm I'm indifferent. I'm I'm absolutely oh. indifferent by it. Like I think that hey, cool. I, I'm actually more excited that they signed on people to do not a movie but a series of movies. So I think my my level of excitement lies in the, in in the, the the faint hope that uh old republic series could happen. 
Me but too. You, you wonder, um, like, because they also signed Ryan Johnson to do a trilogy, and there's so many people out there going, like, please don't let him make any more Star Wars. Yeah, I, I mean, I think he might have a place in the in the upcoming films path, like the the next in the consecutive order. But who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm. I, I'm, I'm indifferent to the idea of, of those two. Um, I don't know them for anything other than Game of Thrones. And Yeah, I um, think this was actually their first thing they've ever done. Yeah, I mean, and they've done a good job, right? I mean, I think yeah. this last season had some issues, no question, but um, I'm digging it. Um, but hey, I, I wanted to actually do a quick plug, if you guys uh, don't mind. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, going back to you, you mentioned briefly about the patrons, right? So Patreon is, is how the entire Jay and Jack network is, 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 is kept afloat really. Um, so, you know, putting out podcasts, um, like, like own brew, uh, ramble cast, uh, the broadcast, um, dancing with the stars and soon to be coming, uh, two broke girls podcast coming up. Um, according to Jack, um, it, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of uh, money in, in certain cases to host and do all these type of things. So Patreon is how we are able to, um, to continue that. So, we couldn't do all this without the help of the support of our patrons um, from Patreon. So if you would like to become a patron, uh, please go to patreon.com slash J and Jack, uh, where you can um, opt in to become a patron uh, of the J and Jack uh, network. With that, you get a ton of cool stuff. So the, you have access to patron only um, podcasts. You have access to the, uh, the J and Jack patron um closed group on facebook which is fantastic that's pretty much what i look at when i open up facebook every day is i I look at okay my feed my friends are boring as hell so i'm gonna go to the patron page and it's just like it's never ending there's always a a lot of going back and forth people sharing really cool stuff that they're seeing and and unfortunately right now i am i actually am looking at somebody highlighting their hair with glitter paint which is weird but um (laughs) thank you laurie madison for posting that in the patron group um but (laughs) And one other thing that I want, I want to bring up, I mentioned this on the um, on the Ramblecast and the broadcast. I've also talked about this. I want to share this with the listeners of, of Own & Brew as well. So I recently actually got my first tattoo. Um, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting to get the right thing, the right tattoo for me. And I recorded my daughter saying, uh, I love you, Daddy, four and a half years ago. And I had always had the idea that I wanted to get a tattoo of that wavelength of her saying that because it was very meaningful, unique, and uh, important to me. And I, I sat on the idea for a while uh, because I wanted to be really sure I wanted to get it. And this company comes around called Skin Motion in which they are able to take a waveform tattoo in combination with the AR capabilities of their app um, and play back that sound, the, the, the sound of, of the sound wave for you, which I think is pretty cool. So, Matt, I don't know if you've seen it before, but there it is right there on my arm. I, uh, that's the sound wave. I did uh, see but, it. I saw your video that you posted as, of it yeah. as well playing it and and it's it's all healed now uh which is great and i'm actually going in tomorrow to get it touched up a little bit that's just nothing to do with the actual app it's just the tattoo itself needs a little bit of touching up so i'm going tomorrow before work um but just to give you you know the folks at home a demonstration of how it works you can hear it you won't be able to see it um but so that's me my hold my phone up to my arm it's my daughter Saying I love you, Daddy, which I, it's it's awesome. I love it. I love it. it's a, it's one of the coolest things I've done. Um, but that being said, our friends at Sound uh, Skin Motion and Soundwave Tattoo have given um, us at Jay and Jack Productions a uh, a giveaway. So uh, it is a forty dollar value. It is an uh, a Soundwave tattoo activation um, at no cost to you. Of course, you would have to do 
the legwork of finding the tattoo artist in their directory and paying to get the ink done. Um, but to activate the tattoo in their, on their servers usually costs $40, but we have a free giveaway for a Soundwave tattoo. So if you are interested in getting that giveaway, uh, the first thing you have to do is become a patron. So we ask you to go on to, again, patreon.com slash Jay and Jack um, and become a patron of any level. And that will allow you to, to be entered into the drawing. So if it's something that's interesting, interesting to you and you want to support the show, uh, please become a patron. Send us a message. Uh, you can do that at the married man podcast at gmail.com or you can send an email to the forces well done at gmail.com as well to let us know that you're interested in entering for the giveaway. Great. Yeah. Thanks. And and thank you to four very special patrons that make this possible. Say their names at the end of all of our podcasts that we do. Um, and that's Eckhart Richter, uh, Molly the Millennial, Tack from Tokyo, and Ed the Litter Carrier. Uh, we appreciate everything that you do and uh, to help out this podcast. And if you're like, you know what? I just can't give a dollar or five dollars to these bozos. You can also go onto Amazon and, um, you know, uh, we have an Amazon link uh, that you can actually purchase your Amazon goods through. And it throws a little couple cents our way. So uh, and the easiest way to show us love, if you don't even have money to do that, and that's cool <laughs> if you don't, is Give us a review on iTunes. You know, let, let people know that if you like the show or not and share it with somebody else so you can uh, you know have them bask in the glory of our of our of our geekdom. Yeah, and <clears throat> we we really do appreciate it. Um, and uh, you know, we really wouldn't be here doing these podcasts if it wasn't for uh, you listeners uh, chiming in and uh, sending us feedback or pushing us on to be like, hey, where's the new another Owen and Bruce? You know, it's like uh you know, we might not post one every week, um, but we are tried and true, and we'll always be coming back uh, to talk Star Wars. So whether it's Nick, Chris, or I. Um, and Jay couldn't make it tonight. He wanted to join us, but uh, he is sick with some kind of a flu. Or a bug. Or a bug. Um, just to leave this on a happy note so you don't feel like you've, you've listened to our, our sales pitch, I just wanted to tell one Star Wars joke, if I could. Go for it. <laughs> Um, so why did, uh, why did Chewie not like Princess Leia's hair? I don't know, man. Why? Because it hung solo. Oh God. I wish I hit stop 10 seconds ago. I know. But you know, it's topical, right? Brutal. Thanks. <laughs> Usually we like to leave it with a better joke than that, but Nick, you got anything? No. Okay. You know what, dude? You know what, you, know, you, know, you, know, you know, you know what I think about that joke? What? It's one in a million. <laughs> Thanks, kid. Great shot. Oh Let's God. blow up this Death Star. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you next time. You already stole my my goodbye slogan. Yeah, I did because you stole my soul with that joke. So we're even. Okay. <laughs> I now have Chris's soul. Join us next time. <laughs> See ya. See ya. <laughs>